2: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply.
0: <laughs> Jay here from Parrot. This is the Parrot Podcast, and I'm joined by two absolute colossuses of the Manchester United fan base. We've got our very own Joe Smith. Excuse me, <clears throat> Windy Pops. How you doing, brother? I'm good. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. And and also, it's kicking off in the other corner. Not that this is a fight. We've got the one and only, Mr. Andy. Tate. how you doing, brother? Fantastic.
3: Bouncing after last night. Yep, last night's result. That's the spirit. Right? Pretending that's
0: what, it's not. Happening. That's what counts. Last night's result. I'm in denial. Denial. Over. eh? Yeah. Now run with that. Bit of denial. Uh, obviously, as you may have gathered, Cristiano Ronaldo has done a bit of an interview with. Um, a man who was described by Webby earlier as that plant pot. Mm. <laughs> um, Pierce Morgan, which I think... Politely I, put. if the cap fits, um, where he's fired quite a few shots at many things, including Eric Senhai, including <coughs> the facilities at Manchester United, mm. including uh, the coach and the
2: other two. And the chefs. And the chefs, a bit yeah. bizarre. A bit um, nasty, that. Yeah.
0: Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney, yeah, apparently got it as well because Wayne Rooney was a little bit critical of uh, Ronaldo's behaviour. It just seems, I don't know, a little bit unnecessary, to be honest with you. But he's done what he's done. And now, according to the latest reports, uh, Manchester United are consulting their lawyers because it feels like this could be sort of almost untenable for him to return to Manchester United after the World Cup. Joe's got his laptop out. So do get involved in the chat and the comments. Let us know what you think about Cristiano Ronaldo's actions. I think this is the first live we've done, in it? We did a Twitter space uh, since the story broke, obviously. We did a Twitter, sp- a Twitter space earlier where there's about 500 people on, um, and we were sort of chatting about what's going down with that. We've had a reaction. Real Fernand's done a reaction. Jamie Carragher's got involved. Graham Zunessa's got involved, if anyone cares what he's got to say. <laughs> um, we had a video. Funnily enough, we did a video the other day, before all this, with Gary Neville. And Gary Neville, at the time, it was the overlap. So Macca Adam McCullough was on it with him. It's over on our, it's on up on the channel he was saying that January would be a good time for Cristiano Ronaldo to go. And this was before this interview. Um, Andy, me and Joe have spoken about this on the Twitter space earlier, and we've got a debate coming up with um, Webby later on. What are your thoughts on it? When you, was you you home by the time you heard this story? Because you did watch along with us, didn't you?
3: Yeah, I got home about, 8.30, and I was settling, I was doing doing online socials. And uh, this news broke about quarter to nine, uh, five to nine. So we uh, we did the we did, I did the review uh, for Fulham and I, I had a good chat and we were all raving. You know what I mean? I'd make no apologies for the celebrations last night. Brilliant. But, uh, yeah, um, everybody went into meltdown after 10 o'clock with the little snippets mm. coming out on YouTube and the socials. Disgusting. No. Absolutely fuming I was. A bit heartbroken but a bit disgusted at the same time. And I've had it up to here. He's got to go on. The contract's got to be terminated. But as the Joker once said go out in style and just fucking blow the place up as you're going out the door.
2: And by that, you mean have a go at the Glazers properly, don't you? Because I think Piers Morgan, we'll get into some of the, we'll go go through a lot of the quotes, but one thing that Piers Morgan has tweeted today, which, again, didn't think I'd ever be saying that, um, is that he he does talk more about the Glazers. He does speak about the Glazers in particular. When you say about, you know, the the, the Joker and blowing up the hospital on the way, out, whatever it is that he does on the Dark Knight, you're on about... He needs to call out the Glazers. If this, if there's going to be any good come from this interview, yeah, it, he needs to at least slag off the people that deserve slagging off rather than going after Ten Hag, who doesn't seem to have done much wrong.
3: He's done nothing wrong, Ten Hag. That, that I'm disgusted about. We've got team spirit. We're building. We're doing well. And like you say, you're not part of the furniture anymore. You, you, Ten Hag has absolutely looked after him and backed him all over the season. And he, they back, they've they've batted him when he, when he when his family bereavement his daughter and it's just not on he, he can't do that. But if he knows something about the state of the club and the way it's run, just 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 bring him down on your way out and close just, the door on your just, way out. Just done that as well because you bring it up there. I
0: felt I feel last season I, I felt like Ronnie deserved some credit because you mentioned the bereavement he came back very quickly from that. From yeah. the, the tragedy that he went through, and that well, you have to assume that was his own choice, because I can't imagine the club t- told him you've got to come back within a week or whatever it was. No. And I have no to way. give him a lot of credit there, because to go through something like that—if he'd have told us or told the club he was taking the rest of the season off—I don't think anyone could have blamed him. But he didn't; he came back relatively quickly. And you know, I know this is almost irrelevant to the situation, but played well as well and scored lots of goals when he came back. So he deserves credit for that. In terms of the, the ten hikes that situation. It seems to start on the wrong foot, didn't it? Because Ten come in, and almost immediately, felt to me anyway, there was an issue where Ronaldo had been leaked that Ronaldo wanted to leave. Mm. Not long after Ten not not when he just arrived. I think it was like he'd been here a couple of months,
2: but we hadn't really started pre-season no. when these stories started coming out. This that Ronaldo. Before, this was the, the to start leave. of January. Yes, Be, uh, sorry, July, not January. Sorry, go on. Start of July, um, before they'd even gone back for pre-season, before that, before Ronaldo had. Um, decided not to go back for pre-season, which again, as we've said the whole time on that, I don't know why he didn't go back, but assuming it was personal reasons, I'm not going to use that against him. Um, but there seemed to be an issue right from the off, mm-hmm. and this whole thing of a modern sort of pressing style seemed to be the excuse at the time, or what a lot of people were sort of uh, putting, putting forward in the media, on social media, of he doesn't think he can play this style, Ten Hag is demanding something of him that he doesn't like, therefore he's going to sack it off. Um, And from the minute he didn't have that preseason, for whatever reason, he was always going to be playing catch up in terms of his performances on the pitch. Then you add to that that we're playing a system that doesn't suit him. Then you add to that that he's now 37 going on for 38 in a couple of months. Then you add to that that um, he's clearly completely disillusioned and hating being there. No wonder he's playing as bad as he is. Like, I I would say that maybe he could come back from this and go to a club and and put a a bit of a better shift in, like we saw Lukaku do at Inter, for instance. By the end of his time at United, he looked like he couldn't score against fucking, you know, semi-pro teams, let alone top teams. So maybe from the footballers' perspective, there's some way back for him. But from a kind of political and, uh, you know, the the hierarchy and and the dressing room unity and the manager and all that, he's done at United. He has to be done at United. He's doing this because he wants to leave. He's not doing this because he thinks, you know what I need to do to really mend these bridges that are maybe slightly damaged at the moment? Let me just set fire to him. That fixes things, doesn't it? Yeah. He? Yeah. Like, he's doing this because he wants to leave. This his end game. Yeah, he's doing it on purpose. He's not thick. And even if he was thick, You'd have to be the thickest person of all time to think that this isn't you leaving Manchester United. So, us saying sack him or saying he should go, that's not controversial. No, no, no. That's what it's he's doing. He's doing it's this.
3: Of intentional.
2: Yeah. He's, he's collaborated with an absolute slime ball,
3: an absolute toll rack in Piers Morgan. Yeah. We all know what his track record is.
0: I think that, yeah, I mean, you, you know, I can't stand Piers Morgan. I've, you know, said that many times. On ball, but um regardless of the way he's you know he's chosen to speak to and and, and that sort of stuff, it's some of the, the, the things he said just for me don't mm. ring true. <laughs> I don't get the idea, and I said this this morning in my news. And I listen, I'm all for calling out the Glazers, the owners, the facilities, whatever. Fine, yeah, go for it. And if there are more quotes come from this interview. Oh, and yeah. you know about the Glazers, I'm I'm you know eager to hear them. But this idea that a manager who you twice walked out of the ground during a game when you're playing. Once when you've you've come off a sub and the other time when you've refused to come on as sub. Mm-hmm. You've done that twice. After all that, he's still not only picture, albeit after he's, you know, dropped you from the squad for the Chelsea, but major captain. You're telling us that he's disrespected you. The only thing we can see that we know, that we can see it, is you disrespecting him? We've seen you refuse to come off the pitch. We've seen you leave the game early. We've seen that. That's a fact. That's not up for discussion or debate. We can see that. And then you're telling the world, via you know the slimeball as you said, Pierce Morgan, that it's Eric ten Hag who's disrespected you, so you don't so you don't respect him. That's the one thing that stands out for me as the most obviously untrue. Mm. It doesn't It's even
3: worse it. when he scored back. He, he scored a, his goal at only it Goes to the strip for end, and his little celebration, praying for forgiveness. It stinks of arrogance and two-facedness.
0: I mean, the whole thing stinks. To be honest with you, um, you've got a message on you. Yeah, we'll be get, back um, with people to a get bit more the of a chat, chat
2: um, about Cristiano We'll get to your comments. There's loads of super chats coming in, so make sure you keep sending them. We'll be back in just a couple of seconds after this word from our sponsor. How does a free case of beer sound this Christmas? With the World Cup literally days away, we have teamed up with Beer 52 to bring you a free case of eight delicious beers. Simply go to beer52.com forward slash paddock and cover the meager £5.95 shipping fee to receive your free case of eight craft beers beers now. Beer52 is the biggest beer club in the world. Each month they send their members a case of beer from an exciting location all across the globe, showcasing some of the best independent breweries from all around the world. There is no better way to enjoy beer during the World Cup. For instance, this delicious Session IPA. Pineapple, citrus, and all at a sumptuous 4%. You can drink these all day, do you know what I mean? Make sure you check out beer52.com to grab yourself hoppy IPAs, sumptuous stouts. And if you're not a fan of the dark beers, just choose the light option. Do you know what I mean? They make it easy for you. Also included is Ferment Magazine, which tells you all about the latest and greatest in the beer world. You get tasty snacks as well, do you know what I mean? And after all that, you're still unsatisfied. You can just pause your subscription or cancel it at any time. Time. Make sure you check out bf52.com forward slash paddock. That is bf52.com forward slash paddock. Link in the description. So
0: Joe, well done, mm. that advert by the way. Thanks. Very well done. Nice to You're done, professional. check out link in the description. Um last night Andy said it. We're here, we're celebrating, we're buzzing, we're ecstatic. Going into this World Cup on a high nice last-minute victory, Mm. young player who's doing bits. And you feel, you know what? We're all right eh? here. Knocking on the door of the top four. We've got a manager who knows what he's doing. We've got players who are playing well again. Martial's come back. Rashford's been getting goals recently. You've got all these new signings that have just come into the team. So Christian Eriksen get his first goal. Mm. You know, it's all looking rosy. Then this interview happens, and it just sort of doesn't derail all that, but it sort of distracts from it, doesn't it?
2: I barely thought about the game today. Yeah. Like my brain, I mean, I thought about it, obviously, because it was a, a, a great win and the, the last minute nature of it was brilliant. But this has been the main thing I've thought and spoken about all day today. Yeah. And that's just shit. Yes. Isn't it? And that's not like, oh, you know, I can't pretend that that's not, this isn't the, the big story of the day. This isn't what everyone's talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's not, it's not his day. It's not, you're a footballer. You're not meant to be coming out. Like, it's like some sort of political speech from someone who's campaigning against Manchester United. This it's is, like, this is borderline sense? with
3: Princess Diana's interview from the mid-90s. With Martin Bashir? Yeah, this is borderline the same scenario.
0: Yeah, she and was uh, <laughs> disillusioned with the organisation she was representing. What yeah. out. uh We'll get us getting some super chats because I think you you said just before we uh, went a break you had quite a few. So let's yeah. go through some of them. So yeah, get your chats I in and, and get your regular uh, chats in out. as
2: well because we'll, we'll be going through the super chats and some uh, normal chats as well as that. So uh, get them in and get your opinions in. Uh, James Wood says Ronaldo could have had a legacy like Cantona if he'd taken us back to the title and got on board with the manager. But thank you and cheerio, Ronnie. Ruined it, Ronnie. Uh, he's misread the room massively. We love Ten Hag. Um, it's a duck. Says if he's stuck to criticising the Glazers and club facilities, it would have been great. But the pop shots at Rooney and Ten Hag show who Ronaldo is. Um, just to, talking about that, the some people are not defending him, but emphasising the stuff about the the, the facilities and the, the the swimming pool and Old Trafford and all that. And the, the stuff that he's mentioned as a way to defend him. To me, it, it just seems like he's just firing at everything at the minute. Like he's just got his target set on Man United as a whole and he's willing to yeah, just yeah. batter everything. And and, and and some of it just so happens to be things we agree with as fans. But like you said, the stuff about Ten Hag makes the whole thing unexcusable, doesn't it? Like if he'd have just come out and said that, that's completely different. And But he knows that. I think personally he's packaging in some of the stuff that he knows the fans agree with with really his, his message is Ten Hag and the board have pissed me off because they didn't want me I think that's what he's upset you about
0: you know you can't have it both ways with, with Ronnie here now like he, <laughs> we've all said about Ten Hag get behind him you know he's, he's, he's inherited a mess this club was was in all sorts of trouble the squad was a mess you had you had Players, attackers like Rashford, who just is falling, falling off a cliff. Martial scored, I think, four goals in two seasons or whatever it was, or five Premier League goals in two seasons. You had Harry Maguire, Luke Shaw, gone. Scott McTominay, awful season last season. It just looked like this is a team that is in absolute disarray. Yeah. And then he, he comes in. All those players I've mentioned he gets a tune out of almost immediately. They've all started playing that well that they've even got themselves back into the international team, scored more goals in the last three months than they've scored in the last two seasons yeah. or all of the above he also brings in a load of players that some of us didn't know anything about I don't know if you have barely heard of Tyrell last year. I'm not saying he's the best player ever but he's come in and done a job yeah. brings in Lissandro Martinez who a few of us were going looks like a decent player but it's not the end of the world if we don't get him he's been a phenomenal yeah. player for Manchester United Ericsson cracking player I think you know I didn't realise how good he was Anthony as well yes we spent a lot of money on him but he's done a great job and also Casemiro so all his signings have worked out he's getting a tune out of these players he's bringing through youngsters in the right way Garnaccio yesterday you know brought him on gets the winner you can't ask for more than that so Ten Hag is getting everything right and also just as an aside if you look, watch his interviews and his press conferences, and this might sound irrelevant, but it's not if you look at previous United managers post-Fergie who struggled. He knows how to handle the press. He knows how to have that relationship with him where he yeah. can have a bit of a laugh and a joke, but he can be yeah. sort of firm Somebody's and Some of his quotes yesterday when, were brilliant. I love it. He needs to be. So he's got everything right. And I feel like, right, let's get behind this manager. Let's back him. He knows what he's doing. Yeah? And then you've got the biggest name in the squad, because he's easily the biggest name in the squad. There's no dispute in that. Coming out, he's already caused all this drama by leaving the ground early twice and saying he wants to leave and all this and saying he doesn't respect the manager. And you don't need that. That doesn't help Ten Hag. And if you're not helping Ten Hag, despite what Cristiano Ronaldo says, you're not helping Manchester United. That is a conversation you have with a manager behind closed doors. One place you don't have it is on talk shite TV whatever it's called yeah. sat opposite Pierce Morgan who sat there with a grin on his face thinking this is Min am watching United who I hate implode partly thanks to me
2: there's a, there's a few people in the comments and I've seen it on, on social media as well saying withhold judgement until the full thing's out obviously the full video or full I think there's more clips coming out. I'm sure there'll be clips every day, like it's a fucking autobiography coming out. It's like out.
3: a fucking soul opera. Yeah, isn't exactly. But li- I think. Little f- leaks here and there.
2: Yeah, but the full video, the full interview will be out on Wednesday. Is there and anything Thursday. you can say that, that makes up for what has already come out?
0: But yeah, if he says that bit about disrespecting Ericsson, I it was just a joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay, nice one, it's a giggle. But he's not going to say that, is it? No. 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 Like, even if he calls out like, the Glazers, yeah, which I hope he does. That would, you know, be great. That'd be music to my ears because I can't stand the Glazers. As soon as they have gone from our club, the better. But that still doesn't excuse going into the manager and making Ten Hag's job more difficult. And I'm sorry, I don't buy it. I don't buy the idea that a guy that made you captain after you left the ground early twice has disrespected you. I just don't. And I love Ronnie. Right, Ronnie has given me some of the best moments I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Seriously. And yeah, that yeah, sounds same. melodramatic. You know, you look at the Champions League final in 2008, winning three That's in one a of row. the best
2: nights of my yeah. life, that.
0: You know... The we, Champions League we, final. It was. It was. We all had yeah. that old-traffered after the game and the balls being kicked out everywhere. And the chant that was ringing out from everyone outside that ground that night when United lifted the Champions League was Viva Ronaldo. Yeah. Everyone was singing it, kicking footballs everywhere. And it was the right party. There was thousands of us there. It was mint, right? Ronaldo was adored... And then that summer, he made it clear what well, it's a goal, called himself a slave and all that. We still loved him because he was still scoring goals, he played for United. He came back after he left United, playing for Real Madrid, scoring against us. And I saw people singing his name and applauding him. Yeah. I wasn't quite into that much. But he was still sort of revered.
3: Yeah, he did. You know I mean? like, he's,
0: he's had a lot of love from this fan base. And, yeah. you know, did, did you do? And he says, oh, I care about the fans and all that. And I think, well, do you? Is this helping Manchester United? If he was to come out and go, the Glazers are parasites. They need to go. They're wrecking the club. You think, all right, there's an element there that's helping Manchester United. Because if it leads to them leaving, I'm all for it. But coming out, that don't sound like a broken record. But coming out and undermining a manager for me doesn't do anyone any good.
3: No. I say comparisons with Zidane. I've just dead butted. I've gone off in, the, been sent off in a World Cup fan. I don't give a, f- I don't give a fuck. Mm. This is what this is. This is got. He may never play again. He just don't give a fuck. He's, he wants out. He wants to go retire. Maybe find another club, but he doesn't care what he does. Who he returns over. Mm. That's what. He, that's what it's about now. Him.
2: Um, just to get into a couple of the quotes, obviously, if anyone hasn't seen them. Uh... Okay,
1: round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino.
0: That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes.
3: Chumbacasino.com. No um,
0: purchase necessary.
3: Old by law. 18 plus. and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: But he said, uh, talking about uh, how some senior club executives were trying to get rid of him. He said, people should listen to the truth. Yes, I felt betrayed. I felt like some people didn't want me here. Uh, not only this year, but last year too. Um, do you, should unilateral support from the entire board and the entire sort of hierarchy at Man United be the minimum requirement, or is he being slightly sensitive? Do you think to that idea that maybe some people don't want him there?
0: I don't know what he's on about. Last year, no people didn't want him. What's he mean? What does that mean?
2: I don't know. Who didn't want him? Maybe Solskjaer. Ooh. I'm guessing that that's plays just, in the dressing room. I don't know. Yeah. Well, he's he's suggesting that it's sort of the higher ups. He said, not only the coach, but two or three guys around the club. I would guess that's non-players, but again, I'm just guessing based on that quote alone. It's just you know, it's just a load of nonsense. And also, two or three people I don't in know. a club. I don't plays, know that how many people work for Man United? Five hundred? Like, well, let's not kid ourselves. Right. Let's well, not the the kid board, our ourselves. Kid if, if, if
0: if he was getting picked, this wouldn't be an issue. If he was yeah. starting and scoring and playing, you know, playing regularly, I don't think he gives this interview. I don't yeah. think he does. So this all stems from the fact he's no longer the main man. He's not even a a player that's in the team if everyone's fit, even when people aren't fit. Martial's missed 90% of the season or whatever, and Ronaldo's still not getting picked. Just a spite little brat. This is it. And, you know, it's just sad because you're watching a player who has played, I think he's played over a 1,000 minutes this season, and he scored three goals, I think. Two of those goals have been against Sheriff.
2: Yeah.
0: And one was against Everton. there's nothing wrong with that it's just it's not that isn't the ronaldo we know no like ronaldo even a year ago let alone two or three years ago or ten years ago whatever would have destroyed a team like sheriff Uh, ammonia ammonia away it was like watching you know a a bunch of or you know some sort of party where you've got your your lad playing you know his birthday party and trying to get him a goal yeah. Do you know what I mean? At five it's a like side, a audience, yeah. Like, come it? on, everyone giving Ronaldo yeah. the ball every minute, every opportunity to try and get him a goal, and he still didn't score. Yeah. Diogo Delo gave him the ball about five yards out, and he hit the post. Yeah. And you're like, what we're we doing? Why is this all of a sudden turning into let's get Ronaldo to score.com? What's all that about? Just score goals, don't worry about who's getting them. Yeah. But there
2: was that sort of thing of, well, we need to get Ronnie running a goal. I just think, why? But do you know why? Do you know why it is? Is because this is what he does when you don't. <laughs> like literally though like imagine what he's like day to day around the dressing room when you know that after 6 weeks of not being played very often he comes out and does an interview on fucking talk tv with Piers Morgan saying how i don't respect the manager i'm i'm i've, I've been betrayed like just slagging everything off because he's not been picked basically uh, like imagine what it's like a... in the dressing room if, if, if after a game like we already know he, he's blank Gary Neville cuz Gary Neville dared to say you shouldn't leave a match halfway through and refuse to come on as a sub so now that's one mate gone like imagine what it's like in the dressing room with him when you don't pass to him when you don't let him take the free kick when you don't give him you know the, the penalty or whatever it must be awful so this is why people pass to him all the time because he's the spoiled brat that we all seem to think he might be, but don't really have enough evidence to say he is. Well, we've got the evidence now. He's slagging off Ralph Ragnick. He's slagging off Solskjaer to a lesser degree. Uh, he's, he's slagging off uh, Ten Hag. He's slagging off the board. He's slagging off the, the facilities. He's slagging off the chefs. Like, you dare cross him. And like, imagine what he's like to be around day to day. And last season, when we looked at it and said, whether it's coincidence or not, we were on a, an upward trajectory under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. We finished second, we get to the Europa League final, and we signed Ronaldo, Varane, and Sancho. And we finished sixth, and everything implodes. The worst season I've ever seen Man United have. Certainly the worst end to a season I've ever seen Man United have. And a lot of people said, and again, still it's still not certain that you can't blame Ronaldo for that. Well, I'm quite happy to say that I don't think Ronaldo would have helped a failing dressing room. I don't think Ronaldo would have been fun to be around, would have made things any better in, under those circumstances, because this is what he's like. It's not constructive, it's not helpful. It's me, 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 and if you don't like it, you're shit anyway, and I don't like it in the first place. So m- maybe it wasn't his fault Oli got sacked, and I'm not blaming it all on him by any means. Oli made loads of mistakes. He picked bad players time and time again. But you can't tell me that Ronaldo the being there. Performances didn't of make the things last worse. six months
3: also have not helped at all, Joe. And not at all the attitude from him, the players against Bre- against yeah, Brentford, there were Loads of Brighton. problems. It's not just him. Just I'm not didn't saying give that. A shit.
2: No, I'm not saying that. And and they all gave up. And Solskjaer ultimately wasn't good enough. And he wouldn't have won a Premier League title with Man United no matter how many. I can understand why they pissed he, him he off, he but him he, sh- he, st-
3: he still shouldn't be doing this. Yeah.
2: And it's amazing
3: how some of them players, two-faced, they can still get away with it. And they're still well, we're on an upwards trajectory and we're doing well. But none of them were made accountable last season. No. And they just fucking dust brushed it down under the carpet. And that stinks of two-faced. And Ronaldo's two-faced as well. They're all fucking yeah. two-faced. And to be honest though, like,
0: I don't think they are all two-faced. they skewed out a bit, Andy. Like, some players, the form fell off a cliff, yeah? Rashford's form fell off a cliff. Martial's form fell off a cliff. Harry Maguire's form fell off a cliff. Luke Shaw's form fell off a cliff. Scott McTominay's form fell off a cliff. And I've been critical of all those players. But... Other than maybe Rashford was saying he would not sign a new deal, you didn't hear anything from him. They didn't slag off anyone.
3: All well, like well, that with Rashford, well, that captain stuff, about that captain stuff in the dressing room, what, what the, what? arguing online, and some, some somebody from a newspaper tried to expose it.
2: Maybe Rashford,
3: th- Maguire, Ronaldo, and they were all coming out with denials. Yeah, but
2: Marcus Rashford was dropped for an unknown Anthony Langa for most of last mm. season, and. Whilst there were some there was some vague rumours that maybe would entertain a deal at Barcelona that basically amounted to nothing. He certainly didn't come out and say I've been betrayed. I,
0: you know, I'm not Luke Shaw's biggest fan, but I don't think we heard much from him. I don't think... Even Maguire, I think, okay, he liked a tweet or something and wasn't great. No, but, but last season, I don't right? know if it's like... I, I don't, last season, I don't I think this is the thing, though, like
3: No accountability. They're
0: all two-faced. I don't think they all are. I just yeah. don't agree with no,
3: that. No accountability
0: last season. I don't think they are all two-faced. I think Ronaldo's been two-faced. Yeah. I don't know if they, the whole squad is or they're all as bad as each other. I don't quite buy into that. I think that... He's a lot worse than the rest of him.
3: Oh, I agree on that. I totally yeah. agree on that. I, I just totally think a lot of them that. have just kind of got on with it. I know they've got on with it, but last season is is also pushed him over the edge as well. Maybe it's, it's pushed him. But no I think I agree with the the, I, the
0: idea that last season they, they were they good enough. And yeah, they were terrible. 100. Like, <laughs> I would never disagree with that. You know, I've been on this channel constantly last season saying. And I'm usually someone who gets behind players, certainly at the ground and that, but saying they were terrible. Yeah. I was watching awful football from players who should be a lot better. But I think other than like, I understand what you mean, like there was these stories in the press whatever, there wasn't anything I felt where it was overtly like they were coming out and doing something or saying yeah. things where you go, other than Dean Anderson, Dean Anderson's the only one, I think, who's gone in front of a camera and gone, that was a mess. Yeah. That's a joke. I was treated really badly until Ronnie. Yeah. And I think Ronnie's the one who's gone, and just throwing it, you know, throwing his toys out of the Maybe, like you said at the beginning of the podcast, maybe you know, this is the, him burning the, the 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 village down in order to save it or whatever. But I just feel for me, and I know again, I keep going back to the same thing: criticizing the current manager and saying you don't respect for him, which is basically saying you don't know, you don't disgusting. want to work for him, don't you, you? won't, can't work for him. I just I don't get that. And what sort of a message? You know, you just mentioned it earlier as well about uh, Alandro uh, Alandro Sorry Ganacho. It's sort of message that sent to that young kid. See, that manager you've yeah. got, I don't respect him. And he looks, and to him. He looks, the him. He looks up career. to him
3: as well. He yeah. looks yeah, up he to him. Gonna... You know what I mean? As one, as one legend is killed off, another one is born.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get into super chats in just a minute, but if you haven't heard, we are doing our first ever in-person live podcast in Which Dublin sounds, sounds, on the 30th of December. We also you don't have say
3: that, Father.
2: special guest, uh, Brian McClare with us as well. Me, Jay, Stephen Housen and Adam McCullough. It's a miracle, right, that we've
0: got all four of us yeah. together. We handled that for about six months. Exactly. And, and we've thrown Shocky into the mix as well, Brian and McClare. Uh, it's going to be a good night. Go and check out the link in the description. Yeah. Um, is there a link in the chat as well? I yes, think. there is. Go somewhere. and check it out. We want your support. It's the first one we've done. Hopefully, it'll be the first of many. And then if, we, if it's a success and it works, then we'll get Andy on the next one as well. I think the Guinness
3: factory um, is going to get closed down after... It means, yeah, you, know you know what I mean? You know, after, after, they, after it gets done with lot.
2: Uh, Blue lot. Unity 1886 says, how do you get the tickets to go to it? The tickets are in the description of this video. They are in the comments, pinned in the comments of this video as well. You can find them there. You can also find them on our Instagram. You can find them anywhere but make sure you check the description if i do
3: one video. next time can i wear me island shirt please of course of course you can. pretty please
2: absolutely yeah. um, let's get somebody's super chance 50%. then um aaron dixon says releasing it now is cowardly world cup means he doesn't have to face anybody in training true. this week true uh, bm says why choose piers morgan and the sun if there's one thing mm. that us and liverpool fans can agree on the sun is an absolute rag of a paper uh, cm Agreed. says he's a coward and a snake 10 hogs red and white army Sam Zed said, is it surprising that Ronaldo, the person, is a narcissist? His spiel on the Glazers is deflection to pretend that he's doing this for the fans and it's BS. Uh, Ross Murphy, uh, sorry, I've just scrolled away from that by accident. Uh, Ross Murphy, where is he now? There we go. Says, it's such a shame that we are talking about Ronaldo for the wrong reasons. And yet a young player in Garnacho who scored the winner yesterday isn't getting the same... Uh, attention. Abhinav Verma says, Jay, they'll discuss Meghan Markle for at least one hour.
0: Good lad. Well said, Abhinav.
2: Yeah. Meghan Markle TV there, isn't he? Honestly, Pierce Morgan is obsessed with the absolute <laughs> weirdo. He is. Um, Martian says, w- uh, where was this energy from him last season when the club was falling apart? He could have used that moment to put real pressure on the Glazers, but said nothing because he was playing and scoring. Exactly. And it's moments like that where you think, if this was really because the facilities were bad, did he not know that last May when let's be honest, the season was dead. You could have said this, with games to spare, the season is dead, so you can't even hurt us. You know what I mean? You can't lose us top four. You can't undermine the manager because you know the manager's interim. You know the season's over. Say it then. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Luke Shaw basically said more than he did. It made Luke me laugh. a bombshell last game of the season. Yeah, do it then when you've got a new manager coming in, clean, clean slate, all that. He's um, not made it easier, has he? Because he no. didn't say he wanted to leave straight away. Didn't leave it till, like, July. Start of July, yeah. Yeah,
0: when he said he wanted to leave, which kind of made it more difficult to, to move him on.
2: Well, that was after a few big transfers had happened at that yeah, point.
0: Yeah, I and mean, you think the club's already made the plans and, and that that sort of lowered the, the amount of, or narrowed the amount of clubs that were, were willing to, or looking at him. There was no yeah. real concrete offers. I think yeah. maybe Chelsea this, was the only one. That
2: was afternoon. Nunes had gone to Liverpool, Haaland had gone to City, Lewandowski had gone to Barca. I don't think it was official yet, but all these deals had been sorted. Yeah. Mbappe had and announced fe- he was staying. Like
3: I don't think he was impressed with any of that. You no. know, his stance in the transfer market and the transfer summer didn't impress him either.
2: Well, he, he's, you know. Everything. CM, um, uh said the only reason he mentioned the Glazers was to get the fans on board. We're not fooled Ronaldo. He can't take not being in the spotlight anymore. Uh, Daniel Kirk uh, says, Joe, can you play as a striker? I reckon you could do a job for us as Ronaldo replacement. What do you think, Jay and Andy? I'll do it. Yeah, I've seen you play. I right. can do yeah, the yeah. overhead kick. 500k yeah. away. Seven. Yeah,
3: number seven.
2: I'll do it. Uh, Alexander says, I think Randy retires if Portugal win the World Cup. I don't. I think he'll, he's going to play until the wheels fall off. He no. wants 1,000 goals, I think.
0: Yeah, I think you're
2: right.
3: He wants that Champions League record. Yeah. yeah oh, of course he does. I, yeah. think, I don't I know whatever Champions League team it is next season. Even if he's not winning the Champions League, he wants the, the he wants Champions them League record.
2: Six matches, get four more goals. Is that what he needs? Push the ex- no. Well, he's already got the record. Oh, he's right. just trying to extend it. Extend it 12 behind him. Right, right.
3: Yeah, Messi's not far off, is he?
2: Yeah. Uh, Sahil Patel says this bombshell is going to be bust if it's anything like the bits that have come out. So, so Ronaldo doesn't like Ten Hagen, he doesn't like his old teammates talking about him being poor. And the jacuzzi is old. We already knew all this. We didn't know that he, he that he was willing to publicly say he doesn't respect his own manager. There is such a difference between rumors and yes, we know it, but it's not said, than saying it publicly. There is such a difference between rumors.
0: And also, even if you're doing it by proxy, you know, Mino Riola used to say a lot of things. And people used to say, oh, has Papa let him say that? Or has he got him to say that? Or is that, you know, has he just gone off on a a mad one?
1: Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family
2: no purchase necessary. VGW Group. were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
0: But there was never, like, only think once did Paul Popparazzi say he wanted to leave for a new challenge. It was never usually him saying these no, things. Geez, yeah. This is Ronaldo on camera saying, you know, I hate everything.
3: And I would have thing that Ten Hag did respect it, does respect him, but mm. for Ronaldo to come out and say that, mm. like say, it stinks of arrogance, two-faced, and a spiled ch- brat who, ha- who hasn't got his favourite toy for Christmas.
2: Yeah. Um, a view from the stands says, people praising the Glazers-slash-facility stance. He captained United last week during a 3-1 loss. Good chance to call them out. Then, rather... Uh, on Sky, sorry, rather than going to Piers Morgan for however many million, go fudge himself. You know what? He could
3: have done red. this on his own Insta. Done it with a phone. Done it at home. I love that. And just release it. Just release it. Record yeah. it. Drop air bombs. Drop hand grenades. This, that, or the other. You, you, you. You, you can go all fuck yourself. Mm. I'm getting on a plane. Taxi books and just press send as you're on the plane. That's it. He could have done it. There's no need to do it with Pace Morgan.
2: No. Shane Costello says, runner using the Glazer issues as armour. Selfish. Sad. Oh. I like just selfish sad at the end. It's very Donald Trump, isn't it? Selfish. Sad. sad. Just like, yeah. just single word sad. insults just sort of r- repeated after each other. But I do agree. I think he's... Putting a couple of fan favourites in there to sort of mask what is, or to kind of plump up what is really just him being upset. I bet Ryan Keane's
3: very quiet about
0: all this, Well, it? it's weird. <laughs> Jamie Carrick has already called out Rio, I think. Them two have had a chat on Rio's channel um, with Steve, our on own Stephen Allison was on that as well. Um, but would be interesting. I think Graham Sunas, as I mentioned this earlier, I don't really think anyone cares about him. Um, but he said something on it and talked basically backing Ronaldo. But we would be interesting to see what Roy Keane says on the next sort of Sky Sports show. Yeah. And Gary Neville as well. Gary Neville.
3: Richards as well. Spoken
0: about it's it. Not so far. Yeah. Because I, I don't know. I just feel like some of these former teammates of Ronaldo sort of being a little bit biased because either they, they still have that feelings towards him or they just want to you know stay hey. in full graces and,
2: and, and part of that I genuinely I could understand it if you got a job let's say you were the next Man United manager I mean that's not particularly realistic but let's say alright then let's say you rude. you were a presenter on Sky Sports News or something yeah. and you made a bit of a gaffe on air okay yeah and everyone's slagging you off. Yeah. My instinct is going to be to defend you because I know you and I like you and yeah. you're my mate. Well, so, even though it was like an overtly racist comment that I said. Well, uh, <laughs> there are limits.
0: <laughs> there are limits, Jay. Wow. Um, I'm glad you've got my back, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know what
2: I mean? Even my family have me. But do you know what I mean? Like, if it's something <laughs> yeah, nah, that's nah, like could obviously. go either way, yeah. I'm backing you every yeah, single of course, day of the week, man. of course. You know, so you. I kind of appreciate that, that that Ferdinand would do that or that Roy King would do that. I don't mind that necessarily. But. You can't pretend that that's not what you're doing. Yeah. You can't re- like I, just say this is a person that I know and respect and my view of him as a change didn't, didn't Gary Neville sort of did that with Ollie a bit, didn't he? Yeah. He sort of he said, said like, he's I'm my not mate. gonna say for yeah. him to get sacked. I know him, I like, like him, he's I'm my not friend. doing it. Like,
0: like, which yeah, I understand that. Because all right, he does say a little, but his opinion a little bit, but you get it, he's he's saying, look, you know what, this is why I am saying he's thing well, because Gary I know Neville went
3: in on the glazes and all of a sudden backtracked and backed off.
0: Mm. So he's been a bit up and down, with Also, he Jeff,
2: what was the overtly racist thing that you said like, as a presenter of Scottish sports? I'll tell you. It's, it's just, you know. Is it similar to that tattoo you've got? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike Mike uh, with the Super Chat says, let's be honest, United not imploding because of this. He isn't the first and won't be the last. Well, move on. This is probably a blessing. He leaves. He's happy. And uh, Eric Ten Hag is happy. We move forward and we'll be better. Do you think that, that, that really... It's just a sort of Ronaldo end to what is otherwise a, you know... What I'm trying to say is, he's leaving anyway. He's passed it anyway. He's just gone about this the Ronaldo way, hasn't he? Where it's like, I'm already leaving. They don't like me. I'm not getting picked. I'm shit. Like, I might as well fucking just do his shit on the I, walls yeah, as a I walk don't know. out.
0: There's a part of me that... that's a little part of me that thinks that... Does he think like that? Or does he think, when he steps onto that football pitch, like the reason he's not scoring these goals, the reason he's not doing well is because of those around him. He's
3: in because, denial.
0: Is because of the manager. Is because mm-hmm. of his teammates. Is because he's, you know, the referees
2: aren't giving him the penalty he should be getting. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if he did and I wouldn't even blame him if he did mm. because that mentality is one of the things that's kept him at the top for so long. Of course it is. I am the best. I am doing everything right and if you don't agree with me, you can fuck off. Yeah. But and age, that's, and, and that's why he's up been so great. Mate. age just catch up to you eventually but I couldn't even begrudge him that. Even if he's genuinely what i would deem sort of as delusional as to think that it's everyone else's fault and i'm still the best player in the world fair enough yeah because i ain't got the mentality that he's got i can't keep winning week after week after week if i'm being slagged off by millions of people like he has been throughout his career you know doubters and haters and all that i couldn't do what he's done so fair enough he's got a different mentality to everyone else but it's currently not in line with what we're seeing on the football pitch so you know you've got to go unfortunately just go and
3: look after your family that's it and it, yeah. j- just get your move and leave it's the big thing though isn't it
0: is its like the the, the sort of the, the question is where does he go you know like you, you mentioned there about champions league record he wants to extend that champions league record and uh, yeah, okay fair enough But
1: it's not
0: not every club is in not the on his terms league. though he, and, it, and he can't demand wages yet. but who's gonna cut that's what i mean who's coming in for him especially someone who's in the Champions League, willing to pay him, even if he took a pay cut of, you know, even if he slashed his wages by half, it's still going to be about 250k a week, which is more than the vast
3: majority of clubs pay anyone. I can only see Real Madrid. I can going only going back to Real Madrid. You Real think Madrid back now, four Real years Madrid. after he left. Yeah. Real Madrid. I don't think so. Or I don't think M- have... M- MLS. I can only see that. That's the only place yeah. I could see.
0: I can't see. I can't see Madrid coming back in for him. No, four years after he left, bro. I can't honestly, especially not at the levels he's out at and the levels of some of their other players. And even then, he can't demand that sort of wages we're paying him. That's what. I'm, that's my point. Like, I, I just don't. I think the, the we, you know we had rumors of Atletico and let alone Real Madrid,
3: and they said no. How do you feel if you're the Portuguese coach? You've got to deal with this. I don't think you'd be bothered. No, Aren't
2: but the it? expectations... No, I think it's great. If I'm the Portuguese manager now, I'm thinking, brilliant. I've got what? I've got an ageing player, maybe the best of all time, who's got a point to prove. Hmm. That's exactly I know, that's what, what I what I don't want. think it's a negative for the Portuguese it, Nothing Ronaldo wants more now than to score six goals in this World Cup, win it for Portugal, and stick his finger up at 10-halves. All
3: the media now are going to be focused on Ronaldo at the World Cup. And yeah, they're not going to be. They're say. not going to be concentrating on the issues in Qatar so that, it, this is a winner winner for the World Cup in yeah. guitar um, everyone's on Ronaldo now yeah. not on them
2: we've got a few super chats red lad says hope there's not a Garnacho call at like the CR37 one that's just human nature whoever's popular there's a lot of people that number 7 like should
3: em. stay vacant for a while a very long while
2: um, Abdullah Ibrahim says he doesn't realise we're behind Ten Hag he's massively underestimated the fans and believes that he will be backed I would like to know who advised him to make the statements he did all so badly planned mm. yeah Maybe, I think maybe he has misread the room a little bit, Ronaldo. It's weird, isn't it? Me and you were talking
0: earlier, I think it wouldn't have been as bad for him if we'd have lost yesterday. If we'd have lost, there might have been a little bit more negativity. Yeah, two losses leading into the Yeah, world people court. going, oh, man, come on. You know, maybe things aren't as great as things, but a, a win like that, in the way it, was, it happened, everyone's buzzing, and a, a youngster gets the winner, and then you've got this interview coming out. It couldn't have gone any worse in terms of timing.
2: Let's move on to sort of next steps then. Here, like how this is going to look in six weeks when yeah. we come back. World Cup's over. It's the nineteenth of December. Man United are about to play um, Burnley. Burnley. Thank you very much in the League Cup. Um, is, has Ronaldo? Is his contract been terminated? Has he been sent to, to train with the reserves? Sent, sent he, to prison? Does, never he, <laughs> he refuse, does he refuse to come <laughs> yeah. back? Does he do? Does he do the old sort of Paul Pogba in Dubai thing where no one really knows where he is? Does he? Has he got a new club lined up? Like wh- Six weeks' time, Andy, what do you think this situation looks like? Because apparently United have consulted their lawyers to see the best steps to take here. Presumably that that means that they're turning their attention to a contract of some description. This
3: is Raikin right 2005. I think? This is, it, it, was it Raikin's like contract was terminated within yeah. like two days? So I, I don't see, I, don't, I see a contract termination within the next couple of days. You think? Because if United let this drag on and drag on and drag on, it's going to overshadow everything's going to be coming back to that Burnley game, everything. So it needs to be resolved and resolved quickly. But like I say, throw a few hand grenades as you're leaving, Ronnie, on the way out, bring them down.
2: Do you you think that this is sort of contract termination type talk? Do you think he'll be gone? Like I said, 19th of December, United are about to play Burnley. What is the situation with Cristiano Ronaldo? I think he's done. Yeah. No, nah, genuinely thing he's done. And even if he did come out and slag off the glazers, which I hope he does, that doesn't
0: help him stay at the football club. No. no. Do you know what I mean? Like, of course, it doesn't. Of course just, it doesn't. I just it. don't see how he can... I don't it's see how you can... Walk. So
2: you, g- think you can't walk back into that dressing room. Do you know? think terminated contract? Do you think he'll be... Because United have said that they're going to wait sort of for the full details before they make a comment, which is, uh, to me, I guess that means they are wait until Wednesday until the full interview comes yeah. out. Um, do you think that there's a chance... Or, well, Go on, what's going to happen? Do you think it's contract termination?
0: You know, no matter what he said in the rest of this interview, to say you don't respect the manager, yeah. and the manager, let's not forget, this isn't Ralph Ragnick. you know he has mentioned Ralph Ragnick, it's but like right now, well. yeah, this isn't a Ralph Ragnick or a, even an Ollie situation. You've got a manager in Eric Tanag, who we know is a bit of a disciplinarian. He likes to control the football club. That is how he operates. He's not just going to go... All oh, right, yeah, one of my biggest players, certainly the the biggest player in terms of his, his stature, or whatever, has just said he doesn't respect me. That's fine. I'll him yeah. back into the the, the dressing room and, and you know we can join in the training and all that. He's got to go. Yeah. I think he, you know Ronaldo must know that this is you know his end sort of depart. his parting shots. Sorry, yeah. just saying you know this is what I think of everything, and I'm off. And I think the club will look at it and they go, okay, even we have to pay off some of his contracts or whatever, or there's a small print breach where there's contract. a breach of contracts where he's not allowed to do what he's done. I don't know. I don't know the, the sort of machinations of the Manchester United contract agreements, but I cannot see a situation I've never where seen Harry a player from another club
3: this. do this at all. I mean, nothing springs
2: to mind that a player of another club shitting on his own club uh. to, to get out of the club, can you? It must have happened at some point. I'm sure there'll be people in the comments, but nothing jumps to mind of this of this sort of magnitude while they're still under contract at that club. Even Henderson wasn't as as damning of the current regime, was he? He had a bit of a dig at Solskjaer and said that he was told he'd play and then didn't, but he, he didn't have a go at Ten Hag. I, I can't think of an obvious example. Um, Lukaku, people mentioning Lukaku. Yeah, Lukaku, Ch- Lukaku at Chelsea. Yeah, from season, one, it? yeah,
3: it's a bit. It's it's similar, but it's yeah. it's minor compared to this.
0: Yeah. Um, also, Lukaku, he's not in the same stratosphere as he's
2: running. No, so the, no. The,
0: the, the ascension or whatever.
2: Yeah. Um, can I just raise this, uh, an article and a story that's going on over in Rome at the moment? Please do. Jose Mourinho, as of course we're all aware, Manchester United's former manager, Jose Mourinho. Have you seen this thing that's going on with him and Rick Carsdorp? Yeah, this is a player where Jose,
0: I don't know you've got that, Claire, yeah, yeah. he's basically said there was a, a few weeks ago, or a week ago, whatever, he yeah. said there's a player who's let everyone down, yeah. and I want rid of him, or whatever. He'll be going in January. Yeah. And then, as in Karsdorp like...
2: Emigrated. <laughs> yeah. So Jose said, "I love right. this." He said, "It was a team that wanted to win against a tough opponent." I'm sorry that the efforts of the team were betrayed by the <laughs> attitude of one unprofessional player. An unprofessional attitude <laughs> is not fair to his teammates. That is what disappoints me. A point away from home. It's not a negative result. I'm generally happy with the state of my squad. This is the best bit. He said, "I won't tell you who it is." I had 16 players on the field tonight, and I like the at- attitude of 15 of them. In January, he needs to find himself another club. And then that was three. Days ago, then yesterday, Rick Karsdorp, uh, I think Dutch international, was left out of the squad, right? And and <laughs> the best bit is, he said, uh, um, Mourinho said that he's not been in the squad, and he said, I believe his family have already left Rome. <laughs> it's like like he's ran out, like he's gone, like he's been threatened or something. Like his family most, like, left Rome, you yeah. know. Like, his, his emperor, Matthew, he's Are we
3: talking mafioso?
2: I don't know. Nah, well, no, I don't, no, I don't, I don't, I don't know. But exactly that's... Wild. I mean, it, that, it's got that sort of air to it. I don't yeah. think just, that's... I mean, is that ultras? Sound? Is this like ultras? It, 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 I don't even know I what think, he, think he just knows he's not playing he for them again. Karsdorp has already left the city with his family today. Yeah. Imagine getting dropped so hard, you have to leave the city you live in. You have to move house. That's how hard Jose Mourinho drops people. What would Jose have done in this situation with Ronaldo, do you think? I think... I
0: don't
2: know. I don't know. It, do you think Ten
0: Hag's handling it the right way? Yeah, I mean... If there's a contract thing where legally they might just say, like, but it would have been on the same anything. level. They might have said, don't say anything about it. You know what I mean? We're obviously looking. The club have said a statement, you know, we're not going to comment. And then once they, they've gone through the contract, then, you know, they'll make a decision. So I don't know. I don't think Ericsson and I, you know, would be serve a purpose by coming out of anything. Jose Mourinho might have said something if it it was you know if it was during a, a, a game or whatever or a time when he's getting interviewed. Yeah. But if he was in this current situation, the same as Eric argues, I think lawyers <sighs> would be advising him as well. Let us have
2: a look at the contract. Don't comment on it And so we've done that. Can I just bring up a not a parallel in terms of fame or in quite in terms of uh, of what's going on, but in terms of a new manager having to kind of assert some level of control of the dressing room at the expense of a star player looking at Arsenal in in February obviously they paid I think seven million pounds to terminate the contract of Aubameyang before he moved to Barcelona because he was deemed to be a bad influence on the squad he was whinging moaning not liking his situation at Arsenal I know there's so many differences with this Aubameyang is not even in the same sort of world as Ronaldo in terms of fame and all that but do you think there's a, a case here where Ten Hag has to get rid of him like uh, almost that, like for the sake of everyone, he's only really got one option, hasn't he?
3: Yeah, I think he has. Because look, if you look at the fruits now, look where Arsenal are. I mean, it, it, I mean, it's got. The Arsenal just missed out on Champions League last season, and now Arsenal are bearing the fruits, and they're going forward and they're doing well in the league. Yeah. So this this has to. We have to. We have to follow suit with the same sort of level and discipline. What
2: do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's not quite the same situation, but no, there's definitely parallels there. Yeah, I get.
0: Listen, I get the, the parallels, and I get what Andy's saying about it's worked out well for Arsenal. I think, for me, I'll be honest with you. I forget about Arsenal. I, I know it's a valid question, yeah, yeah. but for me, if Arsenal, you know, whatever they did, I'm not. I don't really care. Just this on its own cannot carry on. This yeah. doesn't work anymore. I just cannot see a situation where Cristiano Ronaldo. After he said what he said about the manager. You know, no, forget the facilities and all the other stuff that he said. It's all just noise. About the current manager, mm. I don't respect him. He doesn't respect me. I don't see a way around that. The only slight way around that would be a huge apology by Ronaldo, but there's more chance of pigs flying than that, I mean. Yeah, there's I no, if Ronaldo did another interview or came out of state and said, listen, I was banged out of order. I shouldn't have said that. I was going through a tough time emotionally, whatever. I apologise. That would be a re- resolution, but that will never happen. No. He didn't even apologise when he left the ground early. Oh, if you read that statement, there's no I'm sorry in it or apology. No. It's sometimes in the heat
2: of the moment we do things we don't mean yeah, so well. He do not even, even really say I won't do it again.
3: No, this is, like I say, this was planned, Joel. This was yeah. all planned from the last few weeks after that Tottenham game. Um,
0: it's time for our Wally of the week. Yes. Um, and it will start with you. Who's your Wally of the week?
3: Zoo! End of story.
0: Um, <laughs> Who's yours, Jay? <laughs> Mine, um, oh, do you know what? I don't know, you know. I feel like the obvious one would be just to say Ronnie, wouldn't it? I mean, sometimes you just got to tap in, haven't you? Mm. And you would say Ronnie. Um, yeah, it does feel a bit. Tap it in. Yeah, it does feel like. I hate to say this because it's still a part of me that, you know, does like Ronaldo. Yeah. Um obviously, for what he's done. But you can't excuse this. It just seems like a bit of
2: a daffing to do. Yeah. Yeah, so. um, I'm going to go with Max Verstappen. What's happened with that? So, he's the current... I think he's, he's already won the F1 world title this season. He's already won it. So, it does basically, whatever happens between now and the end of the season, that cannot change, yeah? him His teammate um, was behind him, and I think if he'd have overtaken him, he'd have scored points for the sort of Constructors' Championship because I think Red Bull it is that want like a one-two in that the the teammate the team instructed him multiple times move past let him, let your teammate pass move over let him pass and he just and he just he refused to do it and then he was on the radio going I've told you about this before I've told you not to ask me to move out of the way for him like do I make myself clear like I will not be playing the team game this is about me fuck him you know basically if you want to win oh, the constructors so championship well
3: there fucking dead so, right.
2: I mean it's only a small thing but you, if you listen to the audio of it he's literally just like I've, I've told you about this before. I've, have I made myself clear? I'm not going to be moving out of the way so our teammate can get more points. Just just, just twat behaviour. He's literally already won the title. It cannot hurt you to do it. and It might help your teammate who has been moving out of the way for Verstappen all season yeah. to let him yeah, get extra he points. Favor. He, he won't return the favour. He won't return the favour. Just twat. shitty twat shit, isn't it? Shock horror. Ego. F1 Ego-tistic driver is, is egotistical. <laughs> Call him me shocked. Yeah.
0: Next you'll be telling me that Donald Trump tells lies. Uh, right, <laughs> Andy, where can people find you?
3: Yeah, I'm on Instagram, Tate 74 I'm on there, uh, brand new, back on Instagram, so check me out.
0: Uh, Joe, people can find you in Dublin. There's a link in the description. Where else can they find you? Uh, Sloppy Joe's podcast, new episode out tomorrow. You know where to find me as well. So make sure, if you can, not get that out of Dublin on 30th December. Go and join us, or come and join us. Check out the link that's in the chat and in the description. That's been Andy Tate. That's been Joe Smith. I've been Jay Morty. This has been The Paddock Podcast. Don't forget to hit, like, share, And subscribe. Thanks for watching.
2: Sports Social Podcast Network.